my name is Violet and I'm obsessed with all things personal development. As a life, health, wellness, and meditation coach, I love empowering you through difficult seasons of life so you can venture and live a life you truly love. Join me as I cover topics on health and wellness, money, business, work, great relationships, not so great relationships, love, loss, family, achieving those beautiful goals, creating balance in life, growth, and so much more. Consider this your one stop on a shop for a little happy hour blended with your personal school of life. Grab a drink, get cozy, and get ready to be challenged and inspired while you learn. This is the Venture Love Podcast. I'm so happy to have you on my Venture Love podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Jeannie is a certified holistic health and life coach, self-care coach, published writer, speaker, mama of two, and founder of Self-Care Journey Holistic Wellness, which is amazing. And she guides women to see their self-worth, find their best self with more ease, less skill with her self-care system, and is currently working on her book, to redefine self-care for today's women because she knows that the right self-care isn't always easy but essential and she's dedicated to helping women get out of their own way and thrive from within so they can reignite their inner spark and reclaim their time energy and joy and her work has been featured in yahoo finance cores global leaders today thrive authority medium and brains online magazine so so happy to have you here today so welcome. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here, hon. I'm so excited to do this. Yeah, I'm so excited. So let's dive right in. I thought our topic today, after chatting a little bit, we could discuss what I called mothering mom or nurturing mom and basically just dive into the topic of how you can nurture yourself as a mother. And as you know, I'm currently six, six and a half months pregnant. So this is a topic that is near and dear to my heart in the moment. And I'm learning so much throughout my pregnancy journey. So I know you're a mama of two and you're managing and balancing life so beautifully. So I thought you could definitely share a lot of what you've learned in your process with the listeners. And I thought we could also talk about a little bit of your history. And I know you described seeing your mama doing so much and putting herself last and just also knowing, you know, from your experience, what you saw growing up and what resonates with you today, what's worked for you today, what you're not doing that she would do. And so just if you could share a little bit more about yourself, your history, and yeah, that would be great. Yeah, for sure. No, sounds good. So growing up, I felt like I was around people that just knew they wanted to become moms. And I said to myself that I was not ready or I didn't know whether I was ever going to be ready. And I knew that that was because of what I experienced growing up. And what I saw with my mom just kind of saw the life kind of sucked out of her a little bit, you know, and she was very drained most of the time. She had, you know, three girls and just devoted her entire life to her family. And I think she's just amazing. And like, I just, I say this with so much love that I wish she took care of herself more. And there could have been tons of opportunities where she could have you know, when we grew up, but it's almost like that became her identity. 
you know, just taking care of others, just pouring out, you know, herself in every way, even when we got older and were, you know, self-sufficient, independent. And so I think that played a huge part in how I portrayed motherhood to be. You know, I saw it kind of weave into my relationships where I would self-sabotage my relationships because I didn't feel like I had, you know, I thought that everyone, every woman's objective was, you know, to maybe become a mom and you know, live that life out. Whereas I wanted to be a free spirit. I wanted to, I pictured myself as this like very successful career woman traveling the world and all these different things that, you know, didn't include being a mom. And, and it wasn't until I guess, you know, I think people talk about their biological clock kicking in, so to speak, where my friends started becoming moms. And I started just, just to connect with that, to resonate. I started to get soft. I, you know, was uh, at that time, just getting out of pretty toxic uh, relationship at that time, I was going into something that was really beautiful with my, with my current uh, husband. And things just changed. I suddenly, you know, felt that moment where I do want to become a mom. And I, my entire life that I never thought possible, I started to visualize something new for myself, but I visualized it differently. I visual, I told myself that when I do become a mom, that I'm going to do the opposite. I am actually going to take care of myself first. I'm going to nurture me because I see what it could do even before a mom, if you don't take care of yourself, how that shows up when you're hungry and you don't feed yourself, you get hangry. So mm. many different things. It doesn't even have to mean just because you're a mom, but just in general, it shows up in, in so many ways, stress, burnout, all the things that you know could pop up when uh, even before you're a mom. But especially because you're a mom, I just know that I don't want to show that. I want to break that generational norm and show my children that that's not what motherhood has to be like. It does not have to look like that. You can still find happiness and joy in your career and take care of yourself. We just have to be flexible and open to it and, and be very intentional with what we do. So that became my mission. That became my passion. I was already into health and wellness. I was already, you know, very into personal development and I intertwined it. I said, I'm going to continue to do that. And I'm going to make it my mission so that other moms will, will understand the importance of it as well. I love that. I love that so much. And I resonate so much. Actually, my mom, um, she's got four kids, three of them are daughters as well. And so I saw a ton of self-sacrifice. And, you know, I think looking back, she really did the best she could with what she had in the moment, especially after my parents divorced. And, you know, there's lots of hardship and financial struggles and trying to balance it all, taking care of your kids. So I, I totally resonate with that. I think it's also a cultural thing that we have to learn today as mamas and mamas to be and women in general with or without children that we have to take care of ourselves. So I love that you saw that and you noticed it and you were aware of it and you made it your life mission to help other women. So I think that's so, so beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. So for, you know, women listening right now um, to this podcast or watching this YouTube video, what would be a few first steps for someone that might just be feeling overwhelmed, maybe they're pregnant, maybe they've got like a one-year-old running around or a few kids running around and they know they're burnt out. They know they need help. They know they want to feel like they did maybe before the kids, right? They want to have a sense of freedom and feel good and prioritize themselves and 
just feel better? What would be a few simple tips that you would start off with for someone who comes to you with those kinds of things? Yeah. And I, I, I think that, you know, what you just mentioned about being self-aware, them already knowing that they already are feeling burnt out is so important. And then, you know, listing out the things that do make them happy that, you know, maybe pre the stage that they're in right now, pre burnout, what were they doing before that really lit them up? What are beliefs that they have about why they can't do it? A lot of women might say to me that they really want to get movement in. They really want to not be scarfing food, you know, down. And so I would suggest to do an audit of their, of their day, their day to day. Oftentimes, you know, we tell ourselves that we don't have time to do those things, not even 10 minutes. And that's as little as it takes sometimes of intentional, intentional time of like zero distraction. We could find 10 minutes in your day and helping them do that and then scheduling out what in those 10 minutes you're going to do that's going to light you up that's going to help you is it meal prepping for the next day is it getting some stretching is it going for a walk being out you know with nature taking some breaths what do you need and every everyone is different and mm-hmm. I, I want to preface that that you know, I think everyone has different definitions of, of what self-care is. And for me, I think that everyone's life is, is different, is unique to them. So in those 10 minutes, what is critical for you that will help move the needle in your day? What's going to give you energy? What's going to recharge and nourish you? Uh, so once we find those, those 10 minutes, you know, we add to it, you know, maybe it's a minute more every day. You know, so every single day we're increasing that amount or we're calendar it in, like we calendar block that time. And then so that it becomes part of your routine. So it becomes second nature. Right now, it's probably very automatic for you to pick up your phone in the morning when you first wake up to check your email, to check your social media. I know that I was guilty of it as well. And how much time do you think you were spending on your phone in the morning? When in that time, you could actually be working out, you could actually be journaling, you could actually be reading 10 pages. And I think uh, um, a misconception people have is that they think that it needs to be long, that it needs to be, but if you only have time for like two pages a day, well, two pages is better than nothing. Mm-hmm. And I, I, and I used to be the same. I used to think that, oh, I don't have an hour to work out. Well, guess what? You don't have to work out an hour. You know, if, if 20 minutes is all that you can do, then that's great. But I think this all or nothing mentality is really, you know, pushing women away from doing anything at all because they think that it's, it's not perfect. So I'm not going to do it at all. I'm going to start again tomorrow. I'm going to start again another day. So I would say, you know, take a look at your life, find a little bit of time, schedule it in, you know, and, and just break up with the all or nothing mentality because that is not going to serve you in the long run because there's never going to be the perfect time. It's all about being intentional and just doing a little bit every single day. I think that's so good. It's such good, solid, true, (laughs) true, true advice because I know for myself, I've struggled with that as well of I got to do this and I got to do that and I want to do this and you want to do all the things. I think women like us tend to want to do all the things, but we have to realize we can do many, many things. We just can't do them all at the same time we get to them all at once. And I'm, I'm sure with a growing family, it's even more so that way. So you've got to manage your time and your energy. And I love that you mentioned we have to break up with the all or nothing mentality. I think that's such a good piece of advice. And also breaking things up into smaller bite-sized pieces. I think that's definitely 
a good way to look at it as well, because I know sometimes I hear that as well. So I totally resonate with, you know, and like you right now, you're managing being a mama and it's hard work and, you know, but you're doing a, a wonderful job. And so, yeah, bite-sized pieces, managing your own expectations, your energy, figuring out what works well for you and knowing that you're still making progress, even if it's just a few minutes of a workout or a few minutes of a walk versus hour long things, right? That don't serve our time or our, um, the way we live our lives anymore. <laughs> oh, cute. I love the guest appearance. <laughs> hi. Are we going to say hi? Hi. She's shy right now. <laughs> yes. I mean, I mean, this is life. And I think in a lot of, even as an entrepreneur, my business sometimes and my family life gets intertwined a bit. And instead of holding certain things off, sometimes I just have to just go for it and go with the flow. And because if we wait until our children get older to do certain things, you're, you're missing out on the opportunity to enjoy life now. That's what I've learned. That's what motherhood has taught me in the last little bit, as well as being an entrepreneur. I so appreciate you telling me that. I've heard that as well. And I've heard and I've seen it myself with other mamas too, that they, I hear it a lot that they say, I'll wait till the kids are older. I'll wait till they're older. And then I'll do XYZ and then I'll start the business and then I'll I'll write the book and then I'll travel to Tahiti or wherever it is that they want to go, right? But I love that you can still do those things. You're just like a perfect example of you can still have the family, have a loving, you know, partnership, have an amazing, successful career and still do what means and matters the most to you. So thank you so, so much for sharing that. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. And so for anyone listening that would love to find you, to book sessions with you, to work with you, to learn more, how can they connect with you? How can they find you? Yeah, for sure. Well, I have a, my website. It is www.selfcarejourney.ca. Uh, right now they can find more information about my 90-day uh, online program for um, with my self-care system. And I also am on Instagram a lot, genie.selfcarecoach, and also a free community on Facebook uh, called the Self-Care Collective for the Do-It-All Women. Thank you so, so much, Jeannie, for taking the time out of your busy day to be with us and to share your wisdom. And I'm sure everyone listening will really benefit from learning from you, from connecting with you. And thank you so, so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for tuning into the Venture Love Podcast. If you love this episode as much as I did, make sure to rate and subscribe so you never miss a future episode. And if you want to continue the conversation and share your biggest takeaways, I would love to hear from you. Yes, you. Head on over to my Instagram at violet underscore ventures to share your favorite part, grab a freebie, learn about my latest offerings, or check out my latest blog. I can't wait to connect and hear from you. This is Violet, and I'll see you next time on the Venture Love Podcast.